Shalom, this is Resilient One. Before I get into my topic, I want to give you guys a quick disclaimer, which is this podcast is to inform people of narcissist traits and personality and other toxic traits. <clears throat> I am not a doctor. This podcast should be considered my personal opinion or life experiences that I might talk about on here. Um, my podcast should not be considered service. So with that, I want to go in my topic about why the narcissist becomes quiet. There are so many reasons why a narcissist psychopath might become quiet with you. And I went and I thought over some things and um, I wanted to go over it with you. So now sometimes the narcissist might become quiet because they there might be legalities involved and you know most times the narcissist does not care about um, any type of protection orders but sometimes they do because they're not really sure how to engage with their victim especially if they know their victim's mad at them or they know there's just zero chance of ever getting that victim back they will not break that restraining order to try to hoover that person back instead you know they'll let they'll let the relationship dissolve and move on so I'm not talking about that type of situation. What I'm talking about is when a narcissist actually there's nothing legally binding them from contacting you. I wanted to go over some reasons why they will go quiet. Okay, so the first one I put down is they feel unsafe. And that kind of goes into what I was just talking about there could be something where they there's something stopping them from contacting you like a restraining order a protection order so they can't really um they can't reach out to you the way they want to so instead they will stay quiet until they feel like it's safe enough that's if they care i mean if they feel like it's unsafe most likely they'll some of their pros and cons and you know bounce but we all know that when it comes to discard with a narcissist not all of them are final but i've have some who have finalized and i never heard from them again which is no sweat off my back but i don't think that's necessarily true that all narcissists come back around some don't especially if they gear you know think it's unsafe Second one I want to go into is they are going silent to punish you. So narcissists will um, go silent. They will not contact you. They will not call you. They will not. They'll basically go ghost. You won't even you, you won't even know if they exist or not. You know, um, and so they'll just go silent. They'll just you want to hear from them. They won't see how you're doing. Your birthday could pass. You know, holidays could pass. Um, a death could pass, and they will literally just stay quiet. Or you know, it could be not that big of a deal, but that big of a situation. They could just go silent because you you ask them a question, or you you want to know. Hey, 
Did you cheat on me? And they'll just be like, silent treatment. Go away. They're gone. They they disappear because they are punishing you. Okay. Another reason why they get quiet is, and this is kind of like annoying, but I'll probably do a podcast or I'll, I'll talk a little bit real quick on this one, but um, they're plotting. They're plotting on you. When a narcissist is plotting on you, <laughs> little poor tink tinks don't think that straight. You know, they like I said, they like to think, they think in tunnel vision. Um, they usually are surrounded by yes men type people, enablers, flying monkeys, people who have some type of investment in a narcissist. So they're not going to get the, 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 uh, the whole spectrum of their plots and schemes. They're just going to see things from a, their vindictive demonic side. They're not going to see things from, oh, well, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen. Instead, they'll just execute their plan because they're so dark and devious that they don't think like, hmm, well, if I do this, this person can do this to me. They don't go think that far. So, but anyway, when they're plotting, they're quiet. They're trying to figure out how am I going to fuck this person up? So, understand that their plots and schemes don't work. I mean, the Most High will let them go so far. They'll go so far. You know, I've seen it where the Most High lets these things and the things makes them believe that they're about to win, and they'll 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 you know Most High will be even let things kind of bend in their way, and then all of a sudden you'll see that. Shit just starts falling back on them because a lot of times they end up eating their own words. They end up just showing, you know, exposing themselves because, you know, I want to say one thing when they, when they get you in the court of law, they don't realize that when you're dealing with lawyers, judges, you're dealing with people who are also, um, you're dealing with people who might have they might have nar- narcissistic traits or they might be narcissists too. So when they plot on you, especially when they're in a court of law, most lawyers, most judges see through it. You know, um, yeah, most lawyers, most judges see through it. You can throw them a bone and, you know, just don't, <laughs> I'm not just looking, let me not get cocky, but, um, they they don't they don't realize that their plots and schemes it could work it could it could be beautiful it could come out just right with the right audience that they're telling it to but if they tell it to a third party has no investment in it that person can put holes in in and just 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 see all the problems that could happen narcissists they plot and they go for the juggler that's another thing they play dirty so when someone plays dirty and they plot on you, then they plotting on you and they're doing dirty plots. They're not going to win because people are going to be able to see like, damn, that was kind of rough. Like, wow. You know, even even in the court of law, justice is justice. You don't ideally you don't got to lie to get justice. You don't got to uh, manipulate to get justice. Justice is just there. You don't have to you don't you know. Narcissists would create a lot of lies in their plotting and their scheming 
and you know it, it just doesn't win you know i'm just saying it just it just doesn't win it never wins you know um and if it does there's always you know there's always appeals and you know second opinions and things like that and narcissist doesn't even think that far they just think oh i gotta win they don't realize that that when you know they just don't think and that's all i'm saying so when they get quiet and they start plotting on you, just understand that even if they win for a little bit, the Most High always, always, always flips things back. And um, even even in that situation, the, the plotting just never works. It never works. It never works in the long run. Um, so... The next reason why they go quiet is because they might have a new supply. So when a narcissist has a new supply, you are garbage. You are trash. You are not needed. And now they have someone who is going to um, be more easily to manipulate that they can, you know, do more better damage con damage on. You're damaged. You're trashed you figured them out you're not needed so this person this new supply they don't know what they're dealing with you know what i'm saying so um <laughs> it, it's it's time for a new for them and you're out of here so they will go quiet on you they will go quiet and i'm talking about like of course they'll start going quiet on you in a relationship that's when you see them like you know, separating themselves from you. But let's just say you're out of relationship. Y'all are not together. You'll notice that on average, a narcissist hoovers their old companions back. They really cannot stand being alone. They always have to have access to one of our few of their exes and you're no different. So if they're not hoovering you back, it's because they have someone in the weights. Or that person is now the new partner and you're now you're you're a nobody to the narc. You're trash. So another reason I think I kind of went over this is, you know, there's they have no control over you when they have no control over you. That is kryptonite to a narcissist. You know, they have certain things that really really bring them down to a level of humanity for a second and that is when they have no control and when they're being exposed so no control is is a death to a narcissist because they must control and their order or operation is control out of chaos so yes when they lose no when they have no control over you they will go quiet now it goes back into punishment, but top of them punishing you for not having control, they are also, you know, they're basically um, they're energy vampires, right? So when someone is ghosting you, they're being, they're not talking to you because you finally stood up for yourself. And now they see that, well, wow, you know, at any time, this person used to take this and this and this, and now they're not taking it. Now they're booking up to me. Oh, nah, bitch, you're dropped. And now they go and ghost you. 
Um, but that's not how they really think. They don't think defensive like that. They think more so like, wow, you know, this person's really not for me. Um, why would they ask me why I treat them this way? They should understand like they needed it. So narcissists, when you confront them, they really do feel like it's betrayal. So once you start betraying them by asking them about their bad behavior towards you, they feel as though they have lost control over you. So they will drop you and ghost you. And it's to either gain control back or to gain control over their perceived lost. When they when you lose when they lose control, they feel as though they have lost something. So Also, I'm going to go back into the plotting. They could not, you know, they could just, they could be just not plotting. They could be fantasizing about destroying, destroying someone. Because the thing about a narc is that when they discard you, they must discard you in the most horrible and most downgrading way possible because they don't want you to get back up. So they must do it in a way where you will always, you know, in their minds, remember them. And also they must do it in a way where it destroys you completely. So, you know, they're about destroying people. And when they destroy people, it gives them an ultimate supply. That's why the discard has so many reasons for why they do it. But when they do do it, they get an ultimate high. You know, also, you know, the discard goes into another thing like, Side note, it goes into like they punish their parents through the discard. So a lot of times the narcissists, you know, the male ones I have dealt with, they would relive their mother's actions through me. So I had one that told me I remind them of their mother. And when they would tell me about their mom, their mom was just one of the most horrible people they painted to be in. It was just interesting to me. And what I got from that is that when a narcissist gets into any type of relationship, you might have a little bit of similarities to his mom, but they'll take it overboard. They will punish you and they'll punish you as if you are their mother. They can't step to their mother the way they want to step to you because, you know, a narcissist loves and hates their mom just like they love and hate you. So anyway, the narcissist, some I've dealt with who have mommy issues, I end up becoming like their, their moms in some ways, you know, especially if I'm their, you know, a grade A supply. I'm like their mom now. I'm not, I'm not, I don't, I'm no longer their lover. I'm their mom. It's just weird. They're weird people, right? They're strange. Um, but anyway, back to what I said, they're fantasizing about destroying you. So they might not be plotting where it's going to turn into actions. They're just fantasizing about the day where they can just really, really mess you up. You know, um, um, this is going to be a little vulgar, but um, I remember dealing with a narcissist and he was just going in on some woman he messed with 
back in the days and how she took a lot of abuse from him. And I remember um, him telling, telling, talking about it and just looking at him like this guy and just looking at him, he's looking up in the air as if he's reminiscing about it. And he had a slight smile on his face while he was talking about how she took so much abuse from me. And um, I'm looking at him and then I'm looking down and this dude literally, mind you guys, this is about to be what, but the guy literally started getting erect. And I was like, the fuck? That's how I was. I was like, the fuck? Because I was like, what kind of shit is this? So, anyway. um, Anyway. After that. That was some dark shit. But anyway. um, Yeah. They're they're weird like that. They 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 get a hard on on destroying people and it gets them a high <laughs> man. So you gotta understand these are not people who you wanna really deal with. And one thing is, um when they're feeling I wanna go back to the part when they're feeling unsafe and you know, that's when sometimes when they're also feeling a little bit vulnerable. Sometimes they'll go she for that. No, that doesn't mean that they have emotions like regular people. It just means that they got a little bit too close to that inner child. When that inner child pops out, they don't like it. They don't like if you can touch that inner child in them. So they will ghost you. They don't like it. That inner child is protected by... This big bad wolf that you see in front of your eyes who will huff and puff and blow your house down if you try to step to them. So they will, if they, they could feel unsafe in that way, if they feel as though you are, you're, 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 you're touching and getting a hold of childhood wounds. And then, sorry, you guys, I just wanted to go into the plotting because I forgot one thing on this, you know, they will give you this absolutely creepy stare. You really, you really got to watch people. A narcissist will give you a one, two, three, three point, maybe three second stare. That is when you catch it, it will send shivers down your back. I'm not talking about the narcissistic eyes, the stares that they do where their eyes turn kind of black or they look demonic. I'm talking about... They just give you this snarl stare where they just absolutely despise the way you fucking look. That's what it feels like when you catch them doing that. It feel you feel you feel very unattractive. You you feel you can feel ugly when you see them looking at you like this. It's just an absolutely disgust look that they get on their face. And like I said, it only lasts three seconds. The ones I've seen who did this. Stare is not that long, but it's long enough for you to sit back and be like, what the fuck? And, you know, you might be like, why are you staring at me like that? And they'll track like you. They don't know what you're seeing. Like they literally they'll go from looking at you like you are just the most disgusting thing you ha they have ever seen to going back to a normal face. And when you ask them why they looked at you like that, they'll say, I, what are you what are you talking about? They're fucking crazy. 
Okay, I had this happen to me where when I had that look, I was, I, I literally, let me tell you side story. I was hanging out with this person and, um, you know, when I hung out with this person, I don't know. I know I'm not supposed to look for signs and ohms, but, um, I mean, omens, but when I hung out with this person, my tires and all, all four of my tires lost air pressure when this person sat in my car. And when I was hanging out with them, um, or driving to, we went to like, we out to eat. And, um, I remember sitting in my car, we were waiting and I don't know. I said something and I remember I look over at him and he's like giving me this crazy ass look. And I remember asking him like, what was this look? Why did you do that? Literally just a whole different person. Like just the same person before I look, I mean just nonchalant didn't you know act like they didn't even know what I was talking about another time when that happened to me I saw the person just looking at me with utter disdain and disgust and I asked him why are you looking at me like that and again no explanation you know these people do these things they'll look at you crazy and the thing is about it, you'll feel, you can feel when they're doing it. You can feel it. You can, you can sense that there's just some type of really strong energy being just sucked out of you in some ways. I'll say like, it's just a string and it's a string. I don't know when I notice when people do that look, it feels like a string of my energy just being sucked into that person or being, I don't know. That's when I turn around, I see them just looking at me like that. Um, it's, I liken it to when, you know, you're looking around or no, you're not looking around. You're walking, you're walking, you're walking, you're walking. And you just turn around and you just randomly look at somebody and you see that they're looking at you. But imagine they're looking at you and they're giving you the most disgusting look you can ever imagine. It's creepy as fuck. You're supposed, I guess that look is supposed to do something to you, but actually it's very creepy. It's a very telling when they do this stuff. It shows that, they are taken over by a, some form of entity. There, there's, there's a spirit inside of there. So, yeah, I just wanted to get into that and talk to y'all about that. Um, yes, they will get quiet on you for multiple reasons, as you can see. When a narcissist gets quiet, it's not because they want you to think about them. Sure, that's a little bit of it. Because, you know, they will hold on to a relationship. They'll keep you uh, in a relationship. Even if you're not dealing with them, they'll prolong shit. You know, they'll prolong a lot of things just so you can... Just so you can still be in their energy y'all might not even be dealing with each other no more but they will keep you in their energy by prolonging situations uh and you know that that could happen to some people there's also times where you know when they'll still be quiet while they're prolonging you in like let's say court battles or child custody cases whatever anything court they'll prolong it they'll make it very difficult because they even though they're not dealing with you they want you to think about them they want you to sit back and be nervous about their next move where you're not focusing on yourself 
and mind you, I want to say again, because I don't want to get it twisted. I've been doing this podcast for three, four years. So with that, and I've been talking about the subject of narcissism for that long. So this is not nothing new. Um, I, I don't, I, you know, I'm in a, you know, so understand that this is from a person who is constantly working on healing and has healed. So a lot of things I talk about, I can talk about it because I literally can understand and I accept what I went through. So when I talk about it, this is not coming from a place of hurt. This is just coming from a place of, you know, I just want people to know that these type of people exist out here. And there's, you know, some people keep things very formulated, very uh, uh, scholarly, where you're you're listening to it and, it, you know, it's coming out like it sounds like a DSM. And I like to, you know, if I do pick up, if I do watch any type of uh, podcast on narcissism or listen to it, I typically like to listen to people who experienced it because those who experienced it typically know what they're talking about. And, you know, it might not be that big of a deal to you, but, you know, I could say something and it's a little small gem to someone else who has dealt with narcissists. And anyway... So yeah, they'll just go quiet on you for any reason, actually. So, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. They, I'm trying to think of any other reason why they'll go quiet. Uh, I forgot one more and I didn't write this down. I just came to my mind, but rejection. When the narcissist feels rejected or you know that the hoover attempts did not work so they they contact they called you they text you they emailed you they shit they might even came to your house they did everything to try to get a hold of you some of them go that far new narcissists they're more so they monitor you more so computer wise like they're more digital now they're not like that hardly they're not that's you know, but that's not true. Nothing changes with them, but they just get more slicker. But anyway, all those attempts did not work. And they might not only do all those attempts, they might just call you a few times, they might send you one or two emails, they you know nothing too major, but one, two times is enough for them to like say, Okay, nah, I'm gonna back off, I'm gonna back off, I'm gonna back away. I'm not going to deal with this person. I'm going to go to this next person. They're a little bit more easier, but not the same. You know, again, they come back. They, they, they go between this person, that person, that person, this person. When they're on that level, when, they, when they're coming from rejection, even then they'll get quiet on you, but they will come back around later. So that's, the, you know, when they get, when they... It depends on the level of rejection, too, let me say. But I guess I already talked about that. If they feel as though you know them or you can expose them, that type of rejection, no narcissist wants to, um, they don't want to risk. So they will stay gone if that's the type of rejection that they have to deal with.
But if it's just simple stuff, no. They'll come back around again a little bit later. Um, you know, just depending on where they feel like your mind's at. That's just how they roll. But anyway, um, I just want to say thank you for listening. Subscribe to my podcast um, or please share if you care. Either which way, I hope you guys enjoyed. And anyway, with that, I say shalom.